Good morning, everybody. Hi. <laughs> Very tired today, guys. We were feel? just talking about like Playboy and when that whole life was normalized back then and how nasty it truly was, like behind closed doors. I went on, I watched, I read, <laughs> oh. I listened to an episode of a podcast, <laughs> like talking about it with Holly Madison and Alex Cooper. And I was in disbelief of what these women had to go through. Like we were saying, like cancel culture should have existed back then. Like I don't like cancel culture, but like fuck, I think it would have been necessary back then. And like how like you had this whole empire and you weren't smart enough to like get these girls to sign an NDA. Like, are you dumb? I feel like he just thought that he was above everyone, <laughs> which he was. People like made him be above everyone. No one wanted to like be on his bad side or anything. Yeah, like that's why no one said anything. But we encourage you to look that up. It's like a, like a thing that you should like, know about because it's so glamorized. But like knowing what it was actually about, horrible, trauma-inducing. Like what is that? People were just like, "Yay, Hugh Hefner! I want to be like you." Like he was what? like an abuser, like sex addict. Dude. Literal, like a literal sex addict. Yeah, like why was this normal? And she also talks about like. How you had to like present this image of yourself of being like, you don't drink, you don't do drugs, like you're this perfect little thing that men are in love with. Mm -hmm. And then as soon as the doors closed, like he asked her, Holly Madison, I'm talking about Holly Madison. This was her first night there. And she was like, here, do you want this pill? It was a, a drug. And she thought it was a test. So she said, no, she was like, no, I don't really do that. And he was like, no, you should take it. We call this, we call these the, the leg openers. If you want things to be easier, you should take this. And she did. And, like, most of those girls were high as fuck the whole time. Like, when everybody left, when it was just Hugh, Hugh and the Playboys and the Bunnies, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. He was, like, here, everybody would take, like, these drugs called... I don't know the name of the actual drug. It was called the leg openers. And most of the girls were under an influence because it made things easier. Like, that was the culture there. Like, before sleeping with him, they, they got drunk and there was a lot of alcohol going around the mansion and i'm like you how was this not looked into by the fucking police because it's literally sexual abuse like by the book like it's not like he did not take any shortcuts it wasn't like he was like beating around it was like he was straight very clear up about what he wanted and sexual what he was abuse doing. yeah that's horrible. And these girls were like tricked into thinking that it was going to be like a life of glamour because they were going out and they were meeting all these people and, you know, all the things that they were wearing. But it was the implications that came with all of that. Like, what? Like, it's so sad. Not only that, but they were meeting men that desired them. And obviously, like, they're not interested in this old, gray, nasty, 65-year-old dude, you know? Mm -hmm. So they would, like, fall in love or not fall in love, but, like, you know, be attracted to other men. Like, yeah. Especially when it's like celebrities. Like, yeah, like are you... it was just a bunch of celebrities who just wanted to go to this mansion. Yeah, and I'm sure that they could sleep with them, but they had to have like permission from Hugh. No, if they would do it, they would do it like behind his back. Like he would not find out. Not even if like the celebrity went to Hugh and was like, "Hi." She said in the in the episode that he rarely let that happen. Okay. Like, and if he let that happen, it but would if be you like... wanted to, you would go to him unless you wanted to like risk being. Yeah, and like he would only do those favors for like business partners, like not just any celebrity, like, and it was usually other older men. Like it was never like, like Brad George Pitt. Clooney, no, no, no. Like, no. 
It was other old gray nasty men. And it was in like, at least I get to have sex with like my celebrity crush. And I was like, no, you're only fucking old men and being taken advantage of. But yeah, there's so many more things that she talked about. Like every time you walk into a party, if you were not a bunny yourself, you were just invited. They would take a Polaroid of you and then rate you. And then that would depend um, on either if you get invited to another party or not. And if you were like recruited Another one was that, like, he did not, like, satisfy any of them. Like, it was just, like, for him. Like, they never enjoyed the relationships that they were having with him. It was just, like, a one-sided... That's why, that man sort. had a god complex, and he thought that he would love everyone, for sure. It was just so sad. Like, after that episode, I was like, I want to... I never want to... See him ever again. Have a thought. <laughs> <laughs> and she left because she fell in love with this other guy. And she, he ended up being an abuser, too. So she was, like, repeating the same patterns because, you know, trauma. That's all you fucking know. It's trauma. It's a trauma response, and it's so sad. This girl wanted to be an actress. And she, like, was living in her friend's couch, and she was beautiful. And she was, like, she had connections in the industry, and, like, she mm-hmm. got invited to a party, and she was like, hell yeah, I'll be a Playboy bunny. But then, you know. My neighbor is literally looking in. At us. Like, she can literally see us right now. Is she doing it? Is she looking? I don't know. I can see her, though. Oh, For God. sure. She probably glanced over. <laughs> she's, like, watering the plants. There was one time where she was watering the plants, and my dog was, like, snooping around, and she, like, accidentally, like, <gasps> sprayed her. <laughs> my dog got so scared. I felt so bad. It was so funny. I want to talk about my gyno appointment. You went to the gyno. I went to the OBGYN. Um, We've been talking about this since the first episode. Yeah, if you haven't tuned in to previous episodes, we it started by me saying that it was... I find it creepy how men are like, yeah, I'm going to devote my life to vaginas and like become, become gynos. Like that doesn't register in my brain, but okay, whatever. <laughs> um, and What then, does she do now? What so then she- I <laughs> I ended up... Finding a guy gyno because they got recommended to me by a lot of people. So I went to a gynecologist who is a man. Um, first of all, I get there and I'm like pretty nervous about the pap smear. Of course. Because I'm I, nervous about the pap smear. I always forget what it's called. Like the thing. I always think of scaffold, but it's uh, the, not the, a literally like this like deadly looking What's it called? Equipment that they use. The, the, the... It genuinely looks terrifying. No, like from the medieval ages. Speculum. Speculum. If you don't know what it is, look it up. That still sounds horrifying. <laughs> no, Speculum. it really is. So when I get there, first of all, okay, so I'm in the office. I'm like waiting. And <laughs> in walks this girl from high school. She walks in and she walks in with her boyfriend. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like he like came with her. And then I go into my appointment. When I leave, I'm like walking through the waiting room again. And I see all these pregnant women with their husbands. And it clicks in my head. I'm like, oh my God. I think this girl is pregnant. She's probably like 22, 23. Oh, that's actually kind of normal. I mean, Can I, you believe that? That it's now normal to be pregnant? I know. It's not like, oh my God, guess who's pregnant. It's like, okay. I mean, it's still pretty like <laughs> young. But it is normal, but it's just like, damn. Like, I mean, good for her if that's what she wanted. And you also follow good her on her. Instagram? No. That's right. She's know. pregnant. You, like, discovered her. <laughs> I out her. I post her. I know something you, you don't. don't. <laughs> but I remember I saw her and I was like, oh, fuck, 
exactly I know her. And she was probably looking at me like, fuck. <laughs> like, this girl. No. <laughs> Damn, I'm so sorry. I support you through any choice you make, girl. Not here to judge. Um, but, so, whatever. I go in. And, you know, the woman's asking me, like, all these things. Like, are you sexually active? And, like, the, the woman is, like, an older woman. And she's, like, she's, like, just, like, get it over with. But, like, very, like. Very like, urgent. Yeah. Like, come on. And you're, like. Ah! Yeah. And she's, like. <laughs> she's just asking me all these questions. Whatever. So, she leaves. She's, like, okay. Uh, undress and, like, put this. And I'm, like, okay. So, you know, you go to a normal doctor. And no. you undress up to your underwear. Like, you don't take off your underwear <laughs> and you put that on. But, obviously, I'm the fucking guy, no. But I don't, I don't realize. So, I stay with my underwear on. Oh, my and God. And then the doctor comes in. Oh, nice to meet you. Whatever. Like, oh, mm. like. What's your history? Blah, blah. We're talking about my PCOS. And he's like, okay, we're going to order an ultrasound. That's coming up in the 25th. Very sad about that. I've had one You're done. <laughs> Do you imagine? He's like, hmm, I found something else here. <laughs> Terrifying. Dude, I would personally shove that hanger up your vagina. I understand. Like, with that man. I'm so <laughs> we're, going, we're going on the Hulk. Yeah. Over and over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <No>. Continue. <laughs> so... Okay, he ordered an ultrasound. Very excited about that. I've only had one done. It's kind of fun. It you is? actually have to be like really full of pee. Oh, that's horrible. At least for PCOS, uh, you have to. I can't stop thinking about that. And then they're pushing. Yeah. How do you not pee and your pants? And it's cold. The thing that they put on you, it's very, very cold. I would just pee myself. I know. I'm <laughs> sorry. Yeah, I, I remember when I went the first time, I was 14. And, like, I'm just drinking water, drinking water. I really have to pee. So I go in. I'm like, okay, I'm ready. And then, like, I go in and they're like, you're not full enough. And I'm like, fuck. And, like, I had to keep on drinking water. That was the only bad part. But it's really interesting to look at your ovaries. Um, <laughs> but whatever. So he's like, okay, this is what's going to happen. Like, we're going to do a pap smear, blah, blah, blah. And then he starts, like, explaining it. But first, he's like, okay, let's, like, do a breast exam. I didn't know that was going to happen. Oh, exam. the one that they push your boobies? No. That's a mammogram. Oh, he was like... I think you have to be, like, over 40-something. Oh, okay, get that okay. done. I'm very nervous for those. You don't know what we're talking about? It's literally <laughs> a machine that, like, squishes your boobs. <laughs> that is so painful. It, it's actually, a machine. I don't think it'll be that bad for me. But I just feel like still, like, your, your fat is being squi- squished. Mm-hmm. Like, you have, like, glands in there. Like, that all hurts. Got you. I don't know. You have, like, your milk ducts. Have you ever seen a picture of the fucking milk? I get trypophobia from that so badly. Don't mention it. I've seen it. It's oh, nasty. it's so ugly. And then they're like, <laughs> boobs are so pretty. And I'm like, mm. <laughs> You don't know what's under them, really. Do you imagine, like, there's, there's, there's no shame for this. Like, there's women who just naturally um, lactate. Really? Yeah. If you were ever given the ch- the choice, like the chance to taste breast milk, would you? I would. I don't know. I would. It's just milk. I had it when I was little. And My thing is like, we be drinking cow's milk, and that's like another species. Yeah, I know. Like, why like not just drink? Milk. Yeah, your own. What's well, actually meant hu- for you? Yeah, human milk. But yeah, I would try it. I would definitely try it. So then, whatever. Um, uh-huh. He's like no. telling me like how it's gonna be. He's like, okay, this is the speculum. Like, it's gonna go in. I'm going to feel a little bit of pressure, and then I'm going to open it, and then I'm going to blah, blah, And then he shows me, like, the thing that actually, like, like scrubs in there. Why would he do that? And it, it, it's like a crown. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, it has, like, two things and then, like, a crown over there. But I think it was just the covering. They take that off, and then it's just, like, a normal, like, like, isopo. 
Mm-hmm. I forgot. What's that called in English? Q-tip. Q-tip. There we go. I think so. I don't know. I was like, I don't want to ask about that because that shit looks sharp. <laughs> but what I was very scared of the pap smear is that the speculum looks intimidating. And then it's usually like metallic, like a metal. Mm-hmm. Not metallic, a metal. And it looks sharp around the edges. Like it's going to hurt. <laughs> like it's going to scrape. That's what it looks like. But this one was like nice and plasticky and like see-through. <laughs> and it had like a little light. He's like, you showed it to me, and I was like, yeah, like it's cute. At least, you know, it wasn't like this metal. This is such a weird interaction. I know, what? but there was there was the assistant in there, which we became like BFFs. Uh-huh. So I felt safe, you know, like I felt like, ne- and I'm, it's not like that doctor wasn't professional. He totally was. He was so cool. He took his time explaining everything to me. Like I appreciate that about doctors, especially here in America, because they suck. Um, they they just like rush you out of the yeah. hospital. And you're like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> you like had a thousand more questions. Um, but yeah, so then first he does the breast exam. He like explained to me how to do it. Cause I was like, you know, like I never know what to look for. Whatever he like explained, blah, blah, blah. Did he touch your boobs when he did that? Yeah. Like it was like, take off the sleeve. My boob is out. And then <laughs> like around, but it was, it was very like professional. Like I never felt awkward, okay. which is good, which is what I was worried about. Um, and then he was like, okay, slide all the way down, put your feet up here. It was time for the bath here. And I was so Dude, I can't. I don't, I'm oh, never no. going to do pap smear. I don't care anymore. <laughs> it starts going in. They put lube in. So, like, you you don't... It doesn't hurt. Okay. Which I was very worried about. It doesn't hurt. I'm guessing they did. because it So it hurt. doesn't hurt? No. Going in, it just feels like pressure, but it doesn't hurt. Like, it didn't scrape. Nothing. What did hurt, once it's in, no, they no, no, open no, it. No, 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 <laughs> They open it. So you feel like... Once it's in there, I'm like, oh. <laughs> and then it was just there. And he was like, okay, pass me the whatever. And then it's like the first Q-tip. And it's going in. I was there for like four minutes. I thought it was a two-second thing. You were legs wide open. <laughs> that shit was inside of me nonstop for like four minutes. I didn't know that it was that long. You're making me more nervous about it. And it's just like scraping and scraping and scraping. And you don't feel like I was very worried about that, like the actual feeling of the scraping, because I've heard that that's the worst part. But I didn't feel anything. But what I did feel were heavy cramps, like period cramps. I was like, I'm getting cramps. Is that normal? He was like, Yeah, yeah, totally, because I'm touching your cervix. And I'm like, What? I didn't know that was a thing that you could get cramps. I had cramps for the rest of the day, nonstop. My thing is, when I get my period, I get cramps, but it's like they come and go. I get very strong ones and then they leave. It's like contractions. Yeah. But these nonstop, because they weren't period cramps. It wasn't like your uterus was like doing its thing. Your it was cervix was cervix probably like hurt. bruised. Yeah. And then he was like, okay, you may have a little bit of spotting. Um, we could give you a pad. And I'm like, okay, great. A little bit. A lot of spotting. I was bleeding like a period until today. That was on Monday. It's Friday. I never want to go to the gynecologist. That was a period. Like, I had my period. Again. For five days. I don't want to, I don't want to hear anymore. <laughs> oh, my I mean, God. No, bro. That's horrifying. It was crazy. I did. I really, like, what caught me by surprise was the fact that it took so long. Mm-hmm. I thought it was, it goes in, one, two, three, COVID test, hit, like, type. Mm-hmm. And then, like, one, two, three, and then you take it out, and then that's it. No. It was so five long. Years. Yeah. Ah. Uh. Yeah, oh, I'm so uncomfortable. Hi, this is Editing the Babo coming to you once more. Um, to further the trauma from a pap smear, 
because afterwards I found out that they're not just like scraping the cervix. So the cervix is like a tiny hole and they like shove that Q-tip in that hole. So like imagine like, like the hole in like a penis. Imagine like a Q-tip going in there. Yeah, that's that's what a pet fear is. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, anyway, I feel like no one is going to want to go to the gynecologist after listening to this whole segment, but it's worth it because that little bit is better than possibly having cancer. So please go, you know, your gyno. Um, even though it's scary, but back to the episode. Give me the smallest little thing you could possibly... You know, I follow this gynecologist on on TikTok and she does like point of views and they're the only point of views that I can watch because they're not cringy. And she's so sweet and it's like satisfying. Like her her like voice is so sweet and I call her and she's like, call me by your name. It's so nice. So she does like pap smear like point of views and that like helped me a lot like in knowing what was going to happen. Okay. And there's a condition that's called vagismus. I don't know how to pronounce it, but it's something like that. And... <laughs> It's basically, it's basically like a condition where your vagina just doesn't expand. It like the the muscles are naturally very, very like tight, compressed. How do how does one know if one has vagismus or whatever? Well, it's just like <laughs> a lot of pain when you have sex, or literally like the speculum like can't open it. It's like a lot of pain. And so she was talking <laughs> about like, like when you have vagismus or what I really don't know how to pronounce it. <laughs> I really could be like completely making a fool of myself. Let me look that up. I hope it's vaginismus. That's a really good word. Vaginismus. Oh, okay. Same thing. The body's automatic reaction to the fear of some or all types of vaginal penetration. Whenever penetration is attempted, your vaginal muscles tighten up on their own. You have no control over it. Occasionally, you get vaginismus, <laughs> even if you have previously enjoyed painless penetrative sex. It's vaginal, by the way. V- vaginal instead of vaginal. Oh, did I say vagina? Yeah, I didn't want to correct you in the middle of it. I was like, oh. no, you should have. Oh my gosh, I didn't even notice. I was just what? So <laughs> vaginal. Okay, let's see how you pronounce it. Vaginismus. Vaginismus. Okay, yeah, we were right. Vaginismus. <laughs> so, um, if you have vaginismus, you can ask for another kind of pap smear type i don't know if she mentioned the smaller one because all they need to do is open the vagina so that they can see all the way through your cervix and then just like it's an easier way of getting the thing or if that hurts even too much you just scrap that and you just go in with a q-tip it's like a long q-tip and you just try to see if you can hit the cervix and it's more like a blind thing like they don't recommend that like you could just try it. Like you can just let them know. Like if it hurts, then they could probably try like another way. Okay. How do women get like orgasms through penetration? Like, cause there's penetration mm-hmm. orgasms. Like how? It depends. I think it also like has to do with where the G spot is located. If I'm not wrong, I'm not a scientist. <laughs> like everyone's is a little bit different. So I think again, I could be wrong. I think the G spot is you go in and you go up. Yeah. That's what they say. Right. <laughs> I don't know. So Right. So it, that's why, like, the penis can't really trigger that, which is why it's hard for women to have orgasms during penetrative sex because it doesn't do that. Um, but either pushing down 
on your bladder, which also causes a chain reaction, pushes down on the G spot, could help. Or just fingering. The pillow? The, the pillow trick? I, mean, I don't know about that. But I mean, I it makes sense. It was like you go in, you reach for it, and he could touch it. What? It's a thing that you could touch? Yeah, he was Dude. teaching me about my fucking anatomy. We are fucking stupid. I didn't know it was a thing that you could touch. Hey, I could be wrong. I, it's, <laughs> I think it's just a sensitive place. Can you feel a G-spot? <laughs> what the fuck was that typing? Can you feel like a G-sex? I don't know. <laughs> Generally, the G-spot is located on the anterior wall of the vagina, which if you're lying down is the top wall or the front. Right, up here. <laughs> Usually, it's about one-third of the way up that wall, but maybe higher or lower. It may feel rougher than the surrounding tissue, and is sometimes described as feeling like orange peel. You can feel it. What? Yeah. My mind is blown. I didn't know. So, it makes sense why if you put a pillow, you're raising your pelvic floor. So, when the piece goes in, it's scratching the top. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, that's why, like, the pillow thing works. And, and the... Push, pushing down mm-hmm. because you're also like uh, it says the g-spot is sexually sensitive and swells slightly during arousal and feels raised or bumpy although some all women have this tissue some like their g-spots to be simulated and others don't and many notice no difference in sensation one way yeah, or the other yeah. interesting i haven't i <laughs> haven't gone back no i understand dating apps do your thing yeah. when you're ready you'll go back I'm just like, it's just the whole process again. But it's the whole like, okay, uh, hey mom, I'm going out with my friends. And it's like, then I actually want to go out with my friends. She's going to be like, again? Like, it's just like, it's just a, a hassle. It's an inconvenience. Yeah. I know, I get it too. I lied to. I'm like, I'm going out with this person. So I think I'm just going to be hanging out with my guy. Oh, I'm going to go out. Like, whatever. Yeah. I always take my car when it's like a sneaky link or mm-hmm. whatever. Or someone that I don't know. Like, right, you, you don't, you don't you need to leave. know. leave. Yeah. And you also don't need to know where I live. Let's yeah. Cool. I don't know. I saw a tweet right now. It was like, I'm like, no, I don't need a, like a big ass dick. I'm a, I'm a young lady. Let us sub. I want to send it to you. I'm a young lady, not a subway, like trail track. And I'm like, facts. It do be true. <laughs> this is the thing. I don't know. Wait, first of all, did he know that ancient times having a small dick was better? Really? Like, it meant that you were, like, royalty, basically. Like, you were, like... Like, it was just better. I don't I don't remember why, but it, it was, like, a sign of, like, wealth or some shit like that. I mean, if you see all, like, the sculptures... That's the why. Gods, they have, like, that's, that's what I was reading about, like, why do they all look the same? So, obviously, <laughs> whenever they wanted to get a sculpture done of themselves, they were, like, put a small penis. <laughs> and that was it. So I don't know when the shift happened that all of a sudden they had to be huge. But I think we're going into like now the normal ground of they had to be average. Average. Average is good. Because there is nothing pleasurable about a penis touching your cervix. And it probably hurts, right? It definitely does. You're hitting a wall. They There's some people that truly like can't go fully in because they're so big. And it's like, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Just like. <laughs> measure you know your strength there yeah but that's why a lot of people like it's better to ride because they can measure like yeah, how deep like you actually go um because men just want to like men men, men aren't aware of that which is not also like not their fault it's just you know they think that's what's 
pleasurable to us because they also don't put any research into that. But um, yeah, too little, you know, it could slip out, Uh. right? But too big, it could hurt too much. Average. Um, I'm wondering, like, no, the thing is, anyone that I went to high school with, I didn't like. Like, I was a bitch to all of them, so. I'm sorry, was sort of cute like he was he was i was like i was i delusional like no no he, he was, was sort of cute and like end of senior year what happened to him he looks the same but like distorted <laughs> almost like i don't know how to explain that i really i saw a video of him and i was like a picture that he posted and i was like what the fuck some men they just get uglier like like i think those were mostly choices that he made for himself like, that shaved head. Like, uh-huh. the, his best feature was his hair. Yeah, true. And he always complained about his hair. And I'm like, I don't know. Just, like, find a haircut until you like it. And he's like, no, like, I don't know. Whatever. And then he, when we were dating, he was like, I want to get a goatee. And I was like, I don't think so. <laughs> and then he ended up doing it when we broke up. And that was his downfall. And that was the beginning. That was the beginning of it all. I remember when he couldn't grow a beard. And now look at him. Good for him. But it just looks so fucking ugly on him. It's there's just, patchy. Yeah. Right? And there's some people that, like... It just doesn't look good on them. There's some people that would like a beard looks good or a scruff. I like scruffs. I don't like beards, but I like me too. I'm not a big beard girl. No, I don't know why there's something. It just, for me, it's not sanitary. What to be kissing could be sanitary, but they obviously don't (laughs) take care of it. And I don't, I don't like the feeling of it in my face. Yeah. You know, and that's the thing. A scruff hurts even more than a beard, but it just looks so good. It looks better. <laughs> it looks so good. Um, what we were talking about. Yeah. Men do be getting uglier. And <laughs> I don't know what that's about. Dude. Dude. <laughs> Men do be good. I remember going on Tinder and there were options. And I was like, yeah. Now I'm like, every man the same. is so ugly like no we're also no. in miami though truly i don't know i can't wait for new york when we date in new york oh my god we're gonna have the best fucking yeah i, I don't I, I actually don't understand the hype around miami I feel what like is it everyone maybe it's like how i look at vegas like i look at vegas it's like oh, i have vegas and then i'll probably get there <laughs> and i'd be like okay maybe that's how people look at miami it's like this like thing that they paint up to be and then they get here and they're like mm. like this party like fantasy you know yeah which miami does have a party fantasy but if you're looking to hook up with hot guys you're not gonna find that here but women do be like miami guys i'm like maybe it's maybe maybe it's just the fact (laughs) that they don't see those type of guys maybe we've just seen so many of them they all look the same every single guy looks (laughs) the same i've also heard like dating in new york is brutal so Oh, <laughs> when are we going to find the boyfriend? Never. No, this is the thing. We're going over there because we're not trying to date. Exactly. We're just trying to do something else. Yeah, but for how long? Before? Right. When we need to settle down, we're just going to have to move out simply. Like, no. <laughs> like I don't know what's going to happen there. Dude, the thing is, I'm so glad I'm listening to Call Her Daddies to get in that zone. Because I can't, I can't be myself. Like, you know what I mean? No, no that, that sounds really stupid. But I mean, like, in the way that I've always, like, looked at relationships in a way that it would progress to something because I want to be in a relationship, whatever. But 
if I want to live my life and experience life and experience, you know, being single, like I need to be detached. Yeah. And like, that's not easy for me. Like, it's mm. not easy for me, for me to be detached. It's something that I have to like cultivate, you know, and like take myself out of things and look at them from an outside perspective. Mm-hmm. But naturally, very hard for me to like detach from like the circumstances or like a situation. So like, yeah, I need to become a bitch. Like, yeah. I don't know what's going to happen. Really story. Right? This is my villain origin story. Can't wait. Can't wait for you to join over on this side of... I'll let you know what happens on Tuesday. <laughs> huh? <laughs> I'm down, actually. Yeah. To, like, whatever. Who cares? I don't know this guy. I don't care. That's Unless okay. I, like, fall in love with him. <laughs> what, I, what I did notice, though, like, I'm def- like I'm detached when I don't like the person. If I like the person... <laughs> Okay, but that is why I will not get myself into those situations, Valeria. Are you talking to me or yourself? <laughs> myself. Oh, okay. When I move to New York, I will not get myself in that situation. No, we ha- we really do have to practice attachment over there because brutal. Like the dating, we have to be dating four men at the same time. Like listen to I'm me. Dead ass. If I ever say <laughs> I want to reach out to, okay, you slap me across the. Fucking Davis. <laughs> you slapped me across the fucking face, all right? Gotcha. But anyway, um, what mm-hmm. I did notice is that I am attached when I don't like the person, detached when I don't like the person. But I still have that personality of like making small talk and stuff like that when like, don't. You don't have to be nice. <laughs> don't. <laughs> like, you, they're obviously looking for that same thing. And they're not making an effort for it. Within quotation marks. Like, they are, but not. Like, uh, the thing is that I've always been someone to date. Like, I, hence why I haven't dated anyone for four years. Because I've been looking for that exactly. connection. So I'm like, no, 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 I respect my whatever. Right, like, I've been looking for like, that connection. <laughs> exactly, and I've always dated to date, you know? So every time that I go out on a date or I do something with a guy alone, I have the personality of like, this is me and I'm, you know, having fun and I'm flirting and stuff like that. And so it's hard now when you go out to just like hook up to turn that off, even though it's like normally how I am. But like, I don't need to make small talk with this person and like make them. I don't, I don't know how to explain that. Do you know what I mean? It's like. I don't know, like, he'll ask something, and I'll be like, oh, yeah, yeah, and then I, like, further the conversation and, like, get into it. No, but I think you should. It's but, just, like, but having not, a conversation with a human being. Yes, but not in that same way. Like, I don't know how to explain how it's different. Like, I'm not there to have a date. I really don't know how to explain <laughs> it, and I don't have examples out of the top. You see, I wanted to do head. that, and then I got taken out on a date. Like, I did not ask for this. <laughs> I literally did not ask for this. I'm so mad. You know what I was told? Oh my god, what? Tell me. What's the tea? What's the tea? That my voice doesn't match how I look. <laughs> really? Yeah. I, I was told that. Who told you that? That guy. He was like, I thought your voice would be like deeper and like, oh. I guess because I look like, I don't know, the sex appeal or some shit like that. Oh, and so I was like, hi. <laughs> hi. <laughs> That's what I mean. Like, I don't need to be like, hi, how are you? Like, I don't need to be like oh, that. Oh, okay, okay. That's gotcha. it. Like, I don't need to be amicable to that extent <laughs> that I would on a date. I can just say, hey, what's up? Yeah. Normal. Now I'm wondering, like, does my voice fit my body? 
I don't think so either. I've never thought of it. I, don't I mean, obviously, because like we've been friends. Like right. I know your voice. I need to ask people. Does my voice fit my body? I don't fucking know. Yes. Right, because like, it's my voice. Like I don't. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, but I don't know. I was like, huh, interesting. Does it not? Hmm. What do you guys think? Drop <laughs> <laughs> a comment down. Oh my god, we need to film TikToks. Yeah. Hmm. Guys, we want to go out today, but our fucking friends suck. How do we? How does one find friends in Miami or any? I mean, I know how to find friends in New York. It's actually pretty easy. You just go up to. Pe- we literally <laughs> went up to people. We were literally in a club, and we we're like, "Oh my god, cute guys!" Hey, and that's it. Yeah, but how does one You're find like, friends oh my here? Gosh, hi. It's just Miami. Back to the Miami talk. Miami just fucking sucks. Uh-uh. <laughs> Miami is just the culture is clicky. And it's almost like no one wants to help you. Everyone is just bitchy. And you go out on a club and it's just, get away from me. Yeah. It's Don't so, touch me. Ew. It's so disgusting. I hate it. I hate it so much. Yeah. Maybe we need to go to the places where tourists go. Like where? <laughs> when would I guess? Spain. Maybe we needed to go to that Hard Rock nightclub. Dude, that was fire. <laughs> oh my god, guys. We went to the Hard Rock <laughs> Guitar Hotel. It's so fun. I've been trying to go for so long. It's actually really fun. People are like, what do you do there? And I'm like, anything? Walk. You walk a lot. There's a nightclub there, a day club on Saturdays and Sundays. We should go one day. Yeah. But what does one do? It's just in the, the pool, pool area. Do you pay like a cover or something? I Probably. don't know. Probably. Yeah. It's like where we were. It's the same place. It's Dyer or whatever you uh-huh. pronounce it. It's just like to the back. There's like the normal nightclub, the rooftop, and then in the back, apparently there's like... That connects to the pool area. Like behind us was the pool oh. area. You know how like where we took the pictures down there, you saw all the cabanas and all that? That's the pool area. Gotcha. So it's just a day club. It opens like at 11 a.m. <laughs> and it's just like DJs go there and it's just people like raging. Dude, let's go. Yeah, it's next so weekend. Let's go. I can't. I can't for the next two weekends. I'm gonna kill you. I know. I apologize. Why can't you? I'm gonna be in Sarasota. I'm gonna be in Sarasota. Me, me, me. So we get there. Um, oh. <laughs> David's dad's friend is in a band, and they were performing in the rooftop of this of this club. So they invited us, and we went, and it was really fun. It was a beautiful view, too. We had a lot of fun. And then downstairs is, like, the nightclub. Lil John was performing that night. <laughs> so we are like, oh, maybe we can go down there. It was already kind of late, right? It yeah. was already 12. It was, like, 11.40. Mm-hmm. That was pretty Yeah. Late. And so we were like, okay, is there a cover? The cover was 30, which is not bad. The thing is, it's, like, a Vegas-themed club. <laughs> so that means it's techno music. So there was a possibility that we weren't going to like it. And it was already kind of late into the night. Our feet were dead. Dude, what the fuck? What was that? I don't understand what it was. My <laughs> feet were murdered, okay? I think we walked more than we think. But from the rooftop bar down there, like, why were they already hurting? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. know. Um, but so we were like, okay, no, we decided not to. But one day we will go. We have to look for, like, a good... Dude, can we just go all out today? Fuck, I'm so mad. You're going to be in Sarasota for two weekends. I have no friends. <laughs>
What do you think about ghosting? Now that we're in this topic, because I'm about to ghost. Like, I'm so close to being a ghost. I was listening to an episode of Call Her Daddy about this, about ghosting. I just yeah. want to... What are your thoughts on okay. ghosting? I've done it before. <laughs> Have you ever been ghosted? Yes. Okay. Have I not told you? No. It has never applied. Oh. <gasps> but I thought you are going to say, like, another person. No. Never replied. And what's the worst part about it? I wanted to end it. I wanted to end it. I kept on replying because he made it seem... Oh, I'm so sorry to think this. That he made it seem like he wanted to keep on talking to me because he kept on asking me questions and to elaborate on stories and to send him videos of whatever the fuck. Oh, I'm so sorry for thinking he wanted to keep on talking. And I felt bad. I yes. felt bad for not answering, so I kept on answering for him to ghost me. I had no fucking clue. I'm so angry. The only reason I kept on texting him was to not make it weird. I wanted to get over get that. It. And then I was like, okay, eventually I'm just going to stop because I don't like this back and forth of like not answering for days because of pride. I just was tired of that. So, but I, I felt so bad. He kept on asking me things and like to elaborate on things. And even before I, if you're not interested in someone, you start fading out the conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he wasn't. Paragraphs of shit that he was sent me. <gasps> asking me, quite, like, tell me about this experience that you had. What do you mean by this? Like, oh, like, can you send me a video of this that you're talking about? He's like, just fucking a millennial. That's it. No, he is a millennial. He's not fucking... Maybe he's fucking a millennial. He's just a millennial. <laughs> oh my I'm God. so upset. I'm this really hurt. He has no fucking I'm clue. I'm so upset. It's like... And now he thinks that he had the upper hand. Mm-hmm. When I did... I had it. But he probably thinks that I was in love with him. Yeah, that's That he was just God. And I was like praying to him at night. <laughs> Fuck you! No, I wasn't. Did I cry about you? Yes. <laughs> because I have this image of you on my head. Turns out you weren't like that. Uh, did I cry about you? Yes, I did. <laughs> but, dude, I didn't know. Yes, I'm so upset about it. No. Oh my God, I'm so upset. How long has he not replied? The last time he replied, we were in Epcot. <gasps> what a dumb... I'm so mad. Today, it's a month. A month. A month! Don't ever... I Yeah, yeah. Now, if you ever hit this man up in New York, I'm going to slap you across the face. Absolutely. The thing about ghosting is, like, you're going to run into this person again. God, I'm so sorry <laughs> that happened to you. Getting oh, I'm just upset. is the worst. This is the thing. At that point, I just didn't want the conversation to keep on going. And I remember telling you, just mm-hmm. don't answer me. Like, I'm over it. Just don't answer me. Because I thought... That he was the one who wanted to talk to me, so I felt bad. You see, that's the thing. Mm-hmm. I'm always doing shit because I feel bad. And then I I end up being made the fool. This is the thing. Mm-hmm. I've ghosted people before. Mm-hmm. Like he would text me constantly. And I wouldn't, I would not, re- I literally was phasing him out. Like, I would not reply for nine hours at a time. And he wouldn't get the hint. So I just didn't reply anymore. And then two months later, he texts me again. And again, I would ghost him after a bit of talking. <laughs> and then two months later, he texted me again going, hey, 
let's go for coffee. And I was like, okay, <laughs> I'm not into you. Like the paragraph. I'm so sorry. This yeah. is when it came. <laughs> but yeah, it's just the thing. I was very clear that I didn't want to talk to him and he kept on insisting. So I ghosted him instead of being straight up to him. But the thing is that I was still in the fence of like, oh, maybe he's not into me and I'm just overlooked, like overthinking this. I don't know. But I felt like that was a normal time to ghost. But when it's, when it's this, it's just my ego is hurt. Yeah. And that's the thing about ghosting. Like, your ego gets a little bit bruised. If you're not into them. Yeah, obviously. Mm-hmm. What do you mean if you're not into them? I mean... No, if, if you're into them. No, it. the thing is, if you're into them, it just hurts. Yeah. Like, a heartbreak. Mm-hmm. But if you're not into them, it's just like, oh, fuck. Like, I wanted to do this first. It's like... I wanted to end it, and then he ghosted me, and I'm like, you don't get to fucking... He ghosted both of us. He really thinks he's the shit. I'm just over it. I'm like, I I need to get... <laughs> I was thinking like, whoa, I've never been ghosted. Lies. He... That, that makes me angry. <laughs> when is a good time to ghost? When you've made it clear that you don't really want to, but you, it's also not that deep in order to give them an, an explanation. Right, so do you think... When should you send the paragraph where I'm not interested? Like, after a day, after two days, after, like, a few months? Like, when is it, like, you don't need to explain anything to this person? Like, you really shouldn't. You shouldn't explain anything to the person if you've never even gone on on a date with them. Well, I think it's, like, a case-by-case basis. Yeah. Because, let's see. The person that I ghosted. I'm not saying that me ghosting them (laughs) is right, because... Ghosting is never right. This is this is the bottom line. Everyone just okay. No, that's not true. Not <laughs> everyone deserves stroke. an explanation. Yeah, not everyone deserves an explanation. But I don't know. Like I never went out with this guy. It was kind of all in his head. I never even like flirted. Like he was just like bombarding me with texts, and I was like, ugh. And I was just like getting annoyed, and I was kind of rude, and I just ghosted. Does that make it right? No. But I also didn't owe him an explanation because we were nothing. But now, let's say, with this other guy that ghosted me. Before, like, let's say the fight hadn't happened. If he would have ghosted me like that, it would have hurt my feelings. But he also doesn't owe me an explanation. But it would have been nice. Yeah. Right? Now, he can ghost me because I wanted to ghost him too. Right? Mm -hmm. Doesn't really owe me an explanation. It's just like, why would you... Why would you not make it clear that you just didn't want to talk? I think that's that's what makes it fucked. Because, like, if you didn't want to talk, starts... Like, don't... Don't ask me questions. Like, make it one-sided and that's it. You yeah. know? Um, but if you do go out on a date for a couple of times, whatever, I feel like maybe an explanation would be okay. Am I an asshole? Maybe. No. <laughs> I really don't think so because... You went out on one date where you clearly only wanted to fuck. He doesn't live here. You can't get in a relationship even if you wanted to. Yeah. And he also kind of ignored you when he was here and asked you to go up there. <laughs> I'm like, are you a... Stupid? An idiot? Yeah. I think you don't know him an explanation. But what about in the case of <laughs> that we went on two dates and then I was just like... Were you guys texting? Yeah. But it was like, I faced it out. Like, I was just like being dry. We would only play like cup bomb. Mm. 
Because he kept saying, like, that was his way of reaching out because he knew that I wasn't interested. He wanted That's to, like, so weird. He wanted to, like, keep, like, yeah, the conversation, the conversation just going. play. Um, I feel like an explanation would have been Would have been okay. nicer, right? But if you didn't feel like there was an explanation that should have been... This is the thing. There's no, like, cut-out way. And I feel like, I mean, as someone who's gotten broken up with, explanations are always, you know, good. Yeah. But also, like, if you always made it... I mean, you kind of denied his kiss. Like, if you kind of made it... You know, I'm like <laughs> obvious that you didn't wanna. Cause the other thing is like, what's the other thing? Lead him on. That's also yeah. bad. Kind of worse. So I don't know. I don't know. It really depends. I really don't know. The comment, uh, guys. There's this guy. We need to start coming up with like nicknames because we just bleep like I don't like bleeping. That's like a really annoying thing to do editing. <laughs> yeah. It's actually kind of annoying. Okay, let's name this guy um Don. Don. We went on two dates. I went on two dates with this Don guy. He brings me home. He asks to kiss me. I say respectfully, I'm so sorry, no. I go home. At this point, when I've denied his kiss, I know that I'm not into this guy. Like I know that. And it wasn't like, oh my god, I'm not gonna like kiss him because I'm not that type of girl. Like, no no no. It was like, I'm not into him. Like, it gave me the egg. Like, the thought of missing him. I was like, no, no, no. So then, like, he keeps texting me, and I feel bad, so I'm replying. But I, like, slowly start phasing him out. He gets the hint. He says, Happy New Year. I'm like, Happy New Year. Blah, blah, blah. That was it. I post a TikTok about, like, oh, all my friends are taken, and I barely see my friends ever. He goes, because Don lives out of town. And he's like, oh. Too bad, I, my time at home is limited. And I was like... I literally gagged. I looked at that comment and I was like, there's no way he commented, commented that with his chest. No. First of all. And he sat there and he said, yeah, this is a good yeah, move. Yeah, send. <laughs> there's no way. Like, absolutely no way. So yeah, now like that made me start thinking, like, when is ghosting appropriate there <laughs> in this situation? What I think? Did he uh, ever answer? No. He kept the comment. Right. On, like, why would he do that? Delete it. You're not embarrassed. It's just there. <laughs> and, and we're like, uh. I even commented on his comment. <laughs> Put a clown emoji. <laughs> he deserves it. Oh, my God. I just don't know. It's just, King, I'm so sorry. The you point of all of this is that men need to be humbled. Should you play the game or should you not? Like, I don't know. I feel like there's always a game, naturally, because we are like, what's the word that I'm looking for? But I feel like it's, we always naturally play the game because we always feel like that's what you should do. Because mm-hmm. that's what we've always done. Like, oh my God, no, don't answer so quickly. <laughs> like generations before us didn't do that. Mm-hmm. They just answered right away. I don't know. I feel like games are dumb. But because of how our generation treats relationships, yeah. um, I do them. <laughs> I mean, survival of the fittest. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> I'm not going to let a man play the game with me and me not play back. Exactly, that's the thing. In like in the dating culture, hookup culture, like if you don't play the game, you're fucking dumb. Like, you're getting played. Mm-hmm. If, you're, if you don't play the game, you're getting played. So that's the whole thing about like the numbers game and like the whole power play yeah. thing. But the other thing is in hookup culture, that's that's yeah. the key. 
if you're looking for a real relationship and you're playing games with me, that's just annoying. Yeah. Then that person is not ready for a relationship. Exactly. Exactly. That's that's the thing. If you're playing games with me and you really want a relationship, why just not go into it? Just show me you care. Why would you <laughs> pretend like you don't? I take that as a sign of, oh, you're not serious. And that's it. But as a hookup, of course, play the game. Fuck it. Like, whatever. It's fun. Yeah. <laughs> it's part of the fun, right? I don't know. Yeah. There's so much to it. 20s, being in your 20s. I can't wait until I actually get to live my 20s. Oh, it's my mom kind of freaked out on me the other day. Why? I, like, I literally woke up. I, like, started working. And then Rodriguez got accepted into the Disney College program. <gasps> yeah. Awesome. So I went to my mom's room. And she was getting ready. And I was like, hey, mom. Like, Rodriguez got accepted into the Disney College program. And she was like, oh, my God, that was cool. Whatever. Uh, and, I was, and she was like, how come you never did that? And I could still apply because it's within a year of after you graduate. Mm-hmm. But I'm moving either way. So why would I? And she was like, just don't move. And she was getting worked up. <laughs> and I was like, Mom, I thought we were, like, over this. <laughs> Mom, what are you doing? She was, like, talking to me normally about it and, like, you know, telling me, oh, yeah, no, no, but when you guys move, you can buy that. Or, oh, like, yeah, this <laughs> totally, this, like, usually costs this, like, when you have to buy this or something like that. She was, like, being cool about it. And all of a sudden, she, like, flipped out at me. She was like, why do you want to move? Like, what is there to do in New York? Like, what do you want to do in New York? And I'm like, everything. (laughs) I want to live in New York? Like, I don't... Oh, my God. It got me angry. I was like, are we back to this? Like, it's so selfish when parents do that. It really is. It's like your parents are not yours. I mean, your your children children are not yours. Yeah, and, like, the thing is, my dad is not like that. My dad, I told him I want to move to New York. He was like, do it. Does he want me to move to... No. He knows that it's not safe. He knows that it, you know, he doesn't want me so far away. Like, I'm his youngest child. Like, he wants me, you know, to be here. But he's not going to keep me from it. And that's what parents should do. Like, obviously, they love you. They don't want you to go. It's a normal reaction. But how are you going to guilt them into staying? And, like, like prohibit them, like, almost. Yeah. Like- I, I just, like, I don't agree with that. Obviously, if I was a mom, like, I'd obviously not want my kids to go but who am i to tell them no hello you're 22 years old i am 22 years old and also she knows what i want my profession to be Mm -hmm. she's well aware of that and she supports me in that she knows that i don't get anything here that's legit she knows that she's like are you getting paid for this one no mom no one gets paid here to do this shit and my mom gets mad when i don't get paid yeah and i'm like she's like por qué no te respeto i'm like mom Mom. I need to work somehow. Right. But no, one, <laughs> we don't do it for that here because we don't have that. But they're not getting paid. Like, everyone's just doing this for, like, a real material or just to get the experience or just to learn from different people. Like, no one does it for the money here when it's, like, indie or student films. They don't understand that. So it's, like, if you know that I'm not <laughs> furthering my career legitimately, like, obviously I'm, like, learning, you know, I'm, like, furthering my career backstage, like, I'm making my reels, I'm, like, learning, I'm, like, getting this experience, but I'm not, like, that That connection right now is not going to get me into Hollywood. She knows that. <laughs> Why would I stay here? She especially wants me to do theater. Oh, she She does? likes theater more than film. I'm the other way around, but I love theater either way. I want to do it all. Especially with theater. Why wouldn't I go yeah. over there? She knows that. She's been, like, <sighs> it just it makes me angry. It's just like, come on, like, little bit of support, please. 
what it, what is it now? Was it just bottled up? It she probably was trying to support was. me and then it just yeah. exploded. But it's just like, it like bothers me. And like, I want to explain it to her in a way that it's not going to hurt her feelings either. But like, it hurts my feelings when she acts like that too, you know? So we're just going back and forth at this point. And it's just like, damn. Like, she had to move herself away from her family. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big thing. Like, you moved and you started your life. Why can't I do the same? Yeah, and you did it also for me. And now you're not going to let me take advantage of the opportunities <laughs> that you sacrificed everything to give me just because you want me here. It's comfort, mostly. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. And it is true, dude. Like, I was thinking about it the other day. When I sent you those new listings, or when I told you uh-huh. about those new listings that there are, it all got, like, very real when I thought that it was affordable. I was like, oh, my God, like, I'm going to be moving. Like, it's going to hurt. She's not the only one that's going to yeah. be sad. That's the, and maybe that's what she thinks because I'm so excited about the move. <laughs> She's like, she doesn't care. No, yeah. Obviously. But I'm like, no. The thing is, there's nothing for me here other than you guys. But... I need to make something for myself. Like, I don't, I don't know. So, yeah, it hit me. I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to be so sad when I get there. Oh, it's going to be real. Tears it's all the time. It's going to be so sad. Oh, you're crying. Me too. Don't worry, don't worry about <laughs> it's it. It's mine. <laughs> you want to watch a movie? <laughs> yeah. It's going to be so sad. My dog, I'm going to be sad. The oh, my God. No, I keep on thinking, like, my, old, my dog is old. <laughs> I'm like, what if I'm over there when it happens? Uh, no, it's going to be sad, but it's also going to be the best years yeah. of our lives. We're going to so. look back on these years. Everyone goes through these things. Maybe the thing is that they didn't. Their parents lived with their parents until they got married. That's how culture was. Yeah, me then. too. Yeah. My, my mom too. Yeah, so they don't understand that. And I remember... What the fuck was I going through? I remember... And I, when we were best friends, we made this plan that as soon as we turned 18, we we're gonna move out. Bro, together. that was, I thought that was gonna happen. Yeah, we we're gonna move out together. And I told my mom this mom, when I'm 18, I'm gonna move in with <laughs> She laughed. <laughs> and I get it because it's funny because, like, what the fuck? That was never gonna happen in Hispanic cultures because there's people like Americans that do that. No, that's it's an American thing. Yeah, but um, she, I feel like she was also laughing because that's not her culture and how she grew up and she was just not going to let me do that either way. Mm-hmm. And it makes sense because I was 18. I thank God she didn't make me do that. Especially because I couldn't work because I didn't have a work <laughs> She was moment. like, girl. There were so many red flags and she was like, are you <laughs> done? <laughs> and I was are like, you stupid? Yeah, I, I was. But it's time. It's, it you know, time. it's 22 years old. It's an adult, I think. Yeah. And it's like, we shouldn't be living with our parents. And, yeah. and, and that way, they're never going to respect us as adults. No. They're going to they're gonna see us as their child instead of, like, this person that they raised to have their own, like, values and ideals yeah. and thoughts. Yeah. And I've talked with, like, my friends that, move, that moved away. And, like, the moment that they moved away, their parents started, like, respecting oh, them. Oh, absolutely. As, like, oh, this person, like, you are, you're actually, like, yeah. an individual. Like, like, I raised you well to be your own human. Here... They obviously they pay rent for us, right? At least to a certain extent. They like do these things for us. My mom cooks for me sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, like I help her around, but it's like she's like the main caretaker of it all. So she still sees me as this person who can't be independent, mm-hmm. but I'm not independent because I'm a dependent. Like, I don't know <laughs> how to explain that. But it's like. Good. She thinks that when I move out, I'm not going to clean. And I'm, not, and I'm like, can you, do you see my room? It's the most organized room in this house. 
like I am down here and I know certain things, but this is all hers. All the mail that we get here, except for mine, I get mine, I shred it if I don't need it, and I that's it. But with hers, it stays there. I'm not I don't know what to throw away. What do you want me to organize your stuff for you? <laughs> that can't happen. She doesn't know how I would be like outside of this. That's I went on a trip with my parents recently and I was doing everything. Like at the airport, I was like, what? Like I was the person. I was the go-to person. I think my dad realized. Mm-hmm. He was like, "Oh, oh, my dad knows. <laughs> my dad knows. My dad knows me very well, um, and I'm very much like my dad. I think that's he also sees him in me too, and my, maybe that's why he trusts me a little bit more. With driving, he would tell my mom like, "Let her, like you know." He was the one who taught me how to drive because I forced him to. But whenever my mom would be like, no, don't get on the turnpike, don't get on the Palmetto, shit like that, my dad would be like, why not? Well, that's the same. Right. It's just, he notices that more. And like, he used to be the one that was always in charge of trips. Now I am. And like, he appreciates that, you know, but like, my mom doesn't see me outside of this house. Like, she doesn't picture me out, like living outside of here. Yep. And it's like, okay. It's happening. I'm like, mom, whether you like it or not. <laughs> when I told my mom at first, I was like, oh, Guzman and I are moving to New York. She was like, no, you're not. Like that. No, you're not. And my mom, my dad was like, why not? <laughs> Dude, that was like... Like, my dad was like, what are you talking... And she was like, you're saying yes? And my dad was like, why would I say well, like, no? She's not asking <laughs> like, for permission. I right, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't get it. But yeah. I don't know. Anyway, guys. That's enough for tonight. <laughs> <laughs> for tonight. But that's it. Farewell. Goodbye. See you next episode. <laughs> <laughs> I need my phone. I've been disconnected. <laughs> For a long time. Um, but anyways, follow us on Instagram. I was about to say Twitter. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok. <laughs> and uh, follow us on Spotify. And leave a review on Apple Podcasts. You look awful in these videos. Leave us comments on everything. And recommend us, us to your friends. And listen, please. Interact with us. Literally talk to us. Send us an email. I don't fucking know. Are you out there? <laughs> Does anyone listen to these? <laughs> please. <laughs> Um, okay. Bye. Love y'all.